And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Bonus episode. We have a bonus episode. I'm announcing this to the world. Uh, Here we are in the throes of April, beginning of April, really. And I've got an interview with a very special actor, somebody who I... When I saw their name come across my list, I said, please, please, to the interview gods, let me have this person. Uh, we're talking to none, if you can't read, <laughs> if you just click download, you just saw the big arrow pointing down with a circle around it, at least that's how it looks in pocket casts. You just downloaded the episode because you said, I got to listen to the constitutionals. So you only recognize the constitutionals because you saw um, the, the very bad uh, uh, picture <laughs> that I have up there. For the constitutionals. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop crapping at myself. Kurt Fuller is the uh, well, the actor I'm speaking to today. He's, I mean, he's he's a comedian. He's a comedic actor. He's a dramatic actor. He's done everything. He's done plays. He's a good guy. Uh, I really enjoy his work. Particularly, you might notice, you might notice, you might recognize him from the show Evil, most recently, where he plays uh, the the doctor, the therapist to. Uh, the main the main character, and he got into some demonic stuff uh, in the past season. Not giving anything away. It's a great show. You should check it out. Uh, he was also in Law and Order, Supernatural. He's in uh, the Psych Universe. Uh, he's done he's done the Good Wife. What else do I know? Uh, I think that's everything I know from the top of my head. But he's in everything. He's in a lot of stuff, and he's a fantastic, terrific person. Um, and, uh, in fact, I showed up late <laughs> to the interview for the first time and right, let's see, C plus, C plus comedy is 10 years old and I've been interviewing people for nine. So the first time in nine years for, for first time in nine years, I show up late to an interview most, and it's all because of me, not most because of me, it was all because of me because I wrote down the wrong time. <laughs> I wrote down 30 minutes later and believe it or not. I had another interview this past week that I did the exact same thing to because I think I set them up on the same day and I my times are just completely off. I blame myself. Anyway, Kurt Fuller, he is uh, going to appear or has, excuse me, appeared in the latest episode of Night Court and I believe he will be in the next one as well. He uh, plays the same, not kind of character, but uh, the same job as uh, Dan Fielding. Over there, John Larroquette. John Larroquette. It's a uh, great. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Check out Night Court. Check out the original one. Check out this new one. They're both fantastic. They're both funny. It's hard to do a multicam in today's world where everybody just wants single cam or mockumentary style. And that's not to, you know, to crap on, uh, uh, what's a mockumentary I watch? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Abbott Elementary <laughs> or a uh, single cam. Name a single cam. Animal Control. That's not the crap on those, but man, multicams, you can still do it well. Even even if you don't necessarily like it. Like, um, uh, I don't know, Big Bang Theory or something like that. It still works. It still works. And it's good for the actors because they get to work five days a week. Go home. Go home, see their families. Kurt Fuller. I feel like I lost track of that. Kurt Fuller. Latest episode of Night Court. Also an evil. Check out evil. Great show. Paramount Plus. Night Court. Peacock. Okay, that's 
that's the end of this uh, this intro. Check it out. Uh, follow us on, if you want to see a video version of the show, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy, where you can see video versions of every podcast that I do. You can, such as The Constitutionals, which is this, the premier entertainment business news podcast, as well as LinkedIn Logs, a show where I try to become a LinkedIn influencer slash OnlyFan, and uh, Late Night Lately, which is a late night, best of late night uh, podcast as well, with a monologue. That one's got jokes in it. It's got prepared bits, prepared jokes. There's also News Time, which is like the Daily Show, except for except it's way less funny. That's that's uh, that's a weekly series there. And if you want to follow us on uh, oh, cpluscomedy.com for other interviews, uh, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. The playlist is called The Interviews, where you can see video interviews of your favorite uh, people in the entertainment industry, including Kurt Fuller. And uh, social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at cpluscomedy. Follow me on those platforms, at Chad Black White. Rate, review, subscribe. Share this around with your friends. And now we will get to the interviews with Kurt Fuller. Oh, wait, wrong one, wrong one. I hit the wrong one. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. This one, this one. That's the worry. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. What about yourself? Very well. Look at that painting to your left. I like oh, thank it. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, I found it at a um uh antique shop. Really? Yeah. I like it. Thank you I so like much. It. Yeah, I I love it because it makes me feel like uh, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> well. You know, that's we all aspire to that. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, well, Kurt, how's everything going with you? Um, everything is going uh, swimmingly, actually. Uh, I'm uh, I'm in New York right now and uh, having a good time and looking forward to uh, seeing what uh, how uh, how my uh, couple episodes of Night Court came out. So you're in you're in multiple episodes. I uh, I only I was only have access to one, and I I was I was wondering uh, how much time you spent with them. I did two, I did two episodes. I think I did I did the one that's coming on, and then I think maybe the last one of the season. Oh wow! Okay. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure which one it was. Now maybe this... the season got extended after that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now this is your I like you've done so many uh, uh, multicams like it's 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 incredible to see you know there's like a, a different multicam for each decade I, I mean like has has the style of work changed <laughs> you know it has it really changed when we went through the period where it was single cam half hour which is still I guess prevalent now but. The best one I did, I've done several four, well, they're actually four camera series. Uh, I've done about four of them. And the best one was the creator said, talk as if you're talking uh, in, a, in a pretty loud bar. And that's sort of the style. It's a little heightened. It's not, you know, nothing has to be exaggerated. You're not mugging, you're not bugging, but you're, you know, you're active. You're activated. And that works in any decade, I think. That's the best. For me, that's the best way to do it. That makes so much sense. That, that explains a lot because sometimes I'll I'll watch 
a multicam and they'll be screaming. And I go, why are they doing this? They're right across. Why the are they screaming? I know. Well, you know, sometimes they're encouraged to do that. You know, it's just, yeah. everybody has their own vision for, and you know, if you just do it like in a normal level, audiences don't want that. Mm. They don't know. That's not, they think, Oh my God, this is boring. It's just, there's a certain style with this because it's sort of like a play and it's sort of like a show and it's sort of, it's in the middle. So you, you sort of have to find that middle ground. But Yeah. What did you, were, were you somebody who performed uh, stand up or did improv or did you, did you just start out doing comedies and just, uh, just kind of slide into the genre? Um, well, I started out doing theater. Uh, I came to LA and I, I sold real estate and did theater for nine years Wow! for my overnight success. And then uh, Harold Ramis came to see me in a play and got me into Ghostbusters 2. So my first big thing was a comedy. So that led to a bunch of other comedies because mm -hmm. what you get known for is what you end up doing. And uh, as it's gone on, I've been able to add in some dramas along the way, but Really, I've made most of my money in comedy. Uh, and I did theater, a little improv, but I would never had the guts to do stand-up. I just, I'm too sensitive. The immediate hatred, I couldn't take it. You know, I mean, you know, I'd rather you talk about me when I leave the room. You know, don't, yeah. don't not laugh at my stuff to my face. <laughs> but uh, so with with theater, did you ever get any instant gratification when it came to performing the lines in an audience, whether it was something dramatic and you hear like a gasp in the audience or something funny and you just hear some chuckles? Oh, it's the absolute best. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the reasons I like doing shows like Night Court, because there is an audience and you really do. I mean, it's not a myth. You feed off the audience, say. Eh? If, if the audience is good, you are much better. If the audience is bad, you're sort of wondering what's, it's just not, it's not natural. It's not organic. You're sort of trying to figure out how you can get the audience back or what, or, you know, also what's wrong with me? What's yeah. wrong with this writing? What's wrong with this audience? You, 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 anything is possible, but when the audience is with you, uh, they're part of the show, really. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, going back to stand up, I think, if if you could get that into your head, what you just said, because uh, sometimes there are bad audiences. I've I've been around uh, comedians who were killing it, and then they the audience just was not having it at all for whatever reason. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think I think you have enough gravitas as a speaker. Uh, and ah. You're well. You're you're now well enough known enough now that people can go, oh, I, I like that guy. Let let me laugh at his jokes. I'm the I'm the ultimate bad guy. You're right. I'm the ultimate that guy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy doing that. It's been, uh, it's been good, but I don't, I don't think you're going to see me doing stand up any, anytime soon. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta convince you. I gotta convince you to do that now. Okay. Um, speaking of, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, performing theater and, and doing more dramatic stuff, uh, a show like evil watching you, especially this past season, descend mm -hmm. into just this pit of madness 
has been yeah especially like seeing especially knowing that you're a funny person but watching yeah. you do this has been a, a whole like i i guess it's like stretching a different leg it's like watching a basketball player play baseball and also do well at it how is that for you mm. how was that transition into this this universe been for you well i think i think comedy is the hardest thing to do mm in in acting i just think it is uh with it, it, it dramatically yeah you have to be able to go there you have to be able to open yourself up you have to be you have to um not be afraid to show parts of yourself uh that you may not want to but it's more it's you just have to be real with comedy you have to be real the timing has to be good. You've got to not overdo it. You've got to not underdo it. There's so many other technical things involved with being funny, whereas opposed to being dramatic, number one, it's really gratifying to get down there and, you know, uh, and be dramatic. Yeah. And if you screw up, they can actually cut around it and make it better. If you screw up in comedy, they can't really fix it so much. Mm -hmm. So, I loved it. And I love that they wrote all that for me. And I hope I, I hope I did them justice because, uh, you know, they could have just used me for comic relief in the show and they let me do that. And I was very grateful. Yeah. It, like watching you, watching you pop up on screen uh, and, and like, and like, especially like in a, in a therapy session where we're supposed to right. be on your side uh, and then, and then like having you just essentially make a deal with the devil and, and sing a children's yeah. thing every time you're writing and yeah. put your hand. And oh. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of, it makes your gut kind of hurt to see such yes. a, a good man turn into yes. an evil presence. That's I I'm, I'm going to, to, to pass that onto the uh, creators of the show, because that's, that's exactly what they were going for and what I was going for and how it happens. And it, it does happen in life. It does happen in the world. You know, we're all capable of everything. It just, it's just what, which way we turn sometimes. Mm -hmm. Has, uh, so has, has, has comedy ever informed your dramatic acting and vice versa? Does that, do they ever like help you out on either side? Yeah, because in comedy, you don't, you know, my, my, I'm not trying to be funny. In fact, generally what's funny is taking things too seriously that shouldn't be taken so seriously. Like, uh, my competition with Dan Fielding in night court, uh, it's a little thing, but for me, it's life and death. I mean, mm -hmm. I, it's like, you could imagine me running him over in my car just to, to, you know, just to win a case. Uh, and that's actually very dramatic. And, and sometimes the more dramatic you make something, the funnier it is because it's not, it's not worth all that drama. Yeah. Sometimes when, um, when I'm watching, like I, 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 when this new version of night court started, I went back and watched a bunch of older episodes. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I love the original night court and, and this, I think this reboot really does it justice. Uh, and, and, and watching it, now and watching the old ones and watching old episodes of cheers and frazier it's mm -hmm. it's so funny how seriously like you said 
everything was taken. Yes. You know, if Sam Malone is in a bar fight or like has a thing against Gary's bar, or if uh, Dan is trying <laughs> right. to sleep with a woman that, uh, that, that is uh, his, his uh, superior, it just, it all, it all kind of seems stupid if it happened in the real world, but watching it on TV, it just feels so right and makes so much more sense. Right. Because if you're the character, okay, in a comedy and you're laughing, the audience doesn't laugh. You've got to give the, you've got to, in other words, the audience only has permission to laugh if you're not laughing. If you're laughing at yourself, you've done all the work. You've got to take yourself most of the time very seriously. And that will bring the audience to you and they will laugh. And John Larroquette, <coughs> which was at the time, like, I mean, I'm such a huge fan of his and I learned things from him on the, on the two weeks I was on that show. Cause that guy is a master at comedy and he's also a very good dramatic actor. And mm -hmm. in fact, think of all the awards and accolades he's won. I still think he's incredibly underrated. I think he's just a major talent. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was a real honor for me to work with him and Melissa Rauch. They're, they're both such professionals and so good. Yeah, I've I've mentioned this uh, before, but I think that you know Melissa and Dan they come from two different schools of uh, of of multicam comedy because mm -hmm. she was on this like we thought we thought multicams were done we thought multicams were finished after after Friends right? and that we would never right. see anything that big again and then we then she does Big Bang Theory for eleven years. And that's the one that's probably still one of the biggest TV shows, even in syndication. And then, you know, Absolutely. John had had been on uh, uh, two pretty sizable uh, sitcoms of his own, uh, you know, 15 years prior. I, it's it, it's amazing mm -hmm. to me how now we have uh, two versions of royalty sitting and, and commanding a ship on NBC's number one multicam show in 2020. Yeah, it's. It's amazing, and it's one of the great things about television and about show business, you know, and that the way they coexist, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, she could be his daughter. I mean, I wonder if we're going to find out she's his daughter, but no, we're not. <laughs> I know. But they 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 just blend and they have such charisma and such uh, chemistry together that it, it just shows you that good writing and talented people um, and, uh, you know, a great production team, magic can still be created. And I think when those two are together, I think it's quite magical. And you can really see the affection they have for each other. And, yeah. and that really works. Yeah. And then, you know, that's, that's, that's a good, broadcast. good observation. Yeah, exactly. And like that's broadcast. And then that's, you know, also doing well in streaming. But then you are doing it on streaming as well with evil and and the psych movies. I, I mean, it's mm -hmm. I, I, I you can't you can't predict anything that goes on in this industry. I I'm just su no. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised that yeah. anything is doing any like I'm surprised that evil is still and as much as I love the show, but I'm surprised that it yeah. launches on a Sunday every time it airs. And it's doing as well as it does. I, I honestly, in my, I'm going to be 70 years old uh, in September. Every job, and I've had hundreds of them, has been a miracle. <laughs> and everything that was successful has been a complete surprise, and I could never have predicted. 
You just don't know. So you just have to, you know, keep juggling all the balls and do your best every time. And you get something like Night Court or something like Evil or Psych, you know. So, uh, you know, I've been very lucky. And uh, I'm, I'm really felt lucky to, to do Night Court and then to be asked back to do another one. I, it really made me feel accepted. Yeah. Because uh, I, I really wanted them to like me. <laughs> and, and look you thrive at being that guy i mean it's it's great uh, it's it's fantastic i i can't believe uh, that it's 70 years old and and you're murdering it well thank you i i still i i still have i get tired but not when i'm on a set i have plenty of energy you know maybe the 11th hour i do start to go you know i'm gonna sit down for a second but uh in in general i i love it so as long as i love it why not keep doing it? Yeah. And you look good doing it too. So keep up the great work. Uh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much, Kurt. I do apologize again for being late. Uh, wow. Next time I I'll, I'll, I'll show up, I'll show up with uh, the best shirt I got and uh, the best. I love that I shirt. The shirt goes with the, uh, with the, the art. You look great. I think it does. Yeah. Thank you. It's I'm it trying to, I'm trying to become on, a Hawaiian man. shirt guy. <laughs> You're looking good. Thank you. You look very, very good. All right. All right. Well, have a great weekend, Kurt. I appreciate this. Thanks so much. My pleasure.